Welcome to your Wealth Mastermind with host Patricia Rivera and Diana McRae. Building a wealthy mindset in all areas of your life is crucial to your everyday success. Our topics focus on health, wealth, beauty, business, relationships, and inner spirituality. These all help to build the best and most powerful version of yourself. So let's get ready and go to the next level. Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Wealth Mastermind. Hi, Diana. Hi, Patricia. Today, we will be talking about the importance of using PR to grow your brand. And today's guest is the founder, CEO, Sylvia Lamb of Lamb PR, a 20-year veteran in both journalism and public relations. How are you, Sylvia? I'm well, Patricia. How are you? I'm great. So here's a question that I know most of us would like to know about PR. So um, advertising... There's an old saying, advertising is what you pay for, publicity is what you pay for. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? It's interesting. That's actually the first time I've ever heard that saying, but it is a really interesting saying. And I did a bit of Googling, and I know <laughs> Helen Woodward, who was the first female advertising exec in 1938, who actually um, quoted that. Um, and I can understand what she means. Advertising is, is guaranteed. You pay for what you get. So you, you pay your money and you get your column inches. You pay your money, you get your airtime. So it's very defined and very controlled. However, I think she was thinking publicity is a bit more hopeful and you've got less control over it and it's less defined. Whereas um, I would kind of disagree. Maybe since 1938, public relations skills and the approach is much more defined. So um, I don't think you're on a wing and a prayer and I don't think you're hoping that you're going to get any, um, hoping to get publicity. I think if you know what you're doing, you know how to target your market, you know how to um, manipulate the media, I think you can be as guaranteed of getting um, airtime and print space um, in using PR skills as much as you are in using advertising. Mm, thank you for that. Yeah, so I have a question. Um, Patricia and I are business owners, and, and, and for all the business owners uh, listening, what are some of the things um, we would ask a PR firm when trying to pick the best PR firm for us? I would, uh, <clears throat> for me, I think um, what you should do is, first of all, find out if they have done any work in your industry. Are they familiar? Because... Um, and their media contacts. Have they got the appropriate media contacts? You know, if you're a medical firm, if someone is specializing in arts and entertainment, they may not have the appropriate um, producers' names or reporters' telephone numbers in order to hit the hardest. That's the first thing. You need to find out their track record um, as well. You know, can they prove what they've done? What is, what is their approach? Do they use um, social media? Is it you know, more of a, a traditional type of uh, approach they use? Is it um, press releases? Is it using quotes? Um, I think that's something that again to ask them. And how, do, how are they going to quantify um, success? Is it, you, I mean, a lot of that would be about you saying, what do you want? 
you know, because for me, I would be asking the, a, a company, an organization, what do they want out of it? Do they want more clicks on their website? Do they want more volunteers to sign up for an event? Do they want more people actually turning up at an event? And I think those are the kind of things that people need to really think about um, when they're, um, and also, you know, there's a, you know, is, is the person that you're going to be um, employing, do they have integrity? You know, are they really going to give you the best advice? And also, can you actually communicate with them on, on, on a level? And, um, you know, do you have fun with them as well? You know, because you're going to be working very closely with them. And do they have that kind of understanding of you? So in essence, what you're really like kind of saying is like as a business owner, you need to find and do your research and find the best PR firm for your brand. Yes, because there's lots of different PR brands that specialize in different industries and, and using different media. And so you, I think the first thing any uh, organization has to sit down is to understand themselves first before they can go out and make a choice about um, the PR company um, they're going to be using. It's a really knowing, of, knowing thyself as far as the company is concerned, I would say. Do you think getting references is a good thing too um, with that? I I think you can get references, but I think in our electronic media age, you can find a lot of information on um, social media. There's testimonials there as well. Um, you can get references from people that you know, um, but I think a lot of information is already out there so you can actually um, choose and you can actually see the results of their, uh, of their work. For example, um, I've recently done some work with um, the Black American West Museum and um, I've um, done a lot on their social media. And so I can see that in the last month, um, the amount of engagement they've gone, has gone up um, close to 100%. Um, so you can show them that. You can print out a spreadsheet and they can show you exactly what they've done. Um, so there's, that, there's where you can find out information as well. Well, that's great. That's great. So here's another question, um, Sylvia, that we get asked a lot too. There are marketing companies and their PR companies. What's the difference? I think marketing companies are usually about actually promoting um, or set, bringing a, a product to market. Um, so it could be a, a soda um, and it will be actually using advertising um, and it's much more targeted and I think it's much more short term. You know, the, you, do, you develop a, a product and you decide you want to put it on the shelves of a store, for example, and that's the end of it. PR, I would say, is far more subliminal and I would say it is more of a longer term investment because you're actually building a brand slowly. You're building um, uh, a message. <laughs> And often PR is done through, as opposed to actually you know, advertising on the television or anything like that. It will be engaging yourself in, uh, in conversation about uh, a news topic. For example, it could be, I, I always like to use awareness days. So um, the other day I was saying there's National Pet Day. There's an awareness day for everything, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> National Pet Day. And if you are an animal rescue company what you will do organization you will make sure your ceo is quoted in any um material that goes out regarding national pet day mm. so i'm a voice of authority and people are going to look at you and they're going to trust you and also build an and if you've got to see a strong ceo for example someone like richard branson 
you know, he started his company selling um, records, you know, old time records to CDs, and it was Virgin Music Megastore. Um, and then, and he became the brand image, and he became someone that used to speak about music, speak about developing a company. Um, but so people bought into him, they bought into his personality, they bought into what he said. And so from there, he could diversify. And so we have Virgin Flights now, and people buy into anything that he does. So right. a brand and having your own image means that people can trust you and you can go into any kind of other industry that you, you feel to because you've also you've continued to build your own personal brand and you're not linked to a soda that is on a shelf in a supermarket. Yeah. Well, that's a very, very good point because I think a lot of people get confused. And to the example that you gave about Richard Branson, definitely he he built um, the trust and then, like you said, he diversified. So, you know, we work with a lot of filmmakers and um, influencers and we've, you know, done media kits and in the, in the process of building a media kit for someone we're working with. And I'm just wondering, um, why do you think everyone or do you think everyone should have um, uh, media cat, kit, including companies, and why or why I, not? <laughs> I think a media kit is something quite simple, actually. Um, when people think of a media kit, they think, oh my gosh, that is something that is so very involved. How do we start building a media kit? And it sounds complex, but it isn't. A media kit will involve a lot of the information you already have very close at your fingertips, the name of your company the telephone number, the address, all, the, all those basics is a one-stop shop for journalists. And it is a, pl um, a place that you can actually just put a, a link on your website where journalists can go. And the, so they don't, even if they want to find out information about you, they don't actually have to pick up a phone. So they can um, find out, you would have a, maybe your CEO's biography on there everything about the company it could have the lowest local latest statistics about your industry um, on there it can also have yeah information about how long you've been in business everything about the products that you um have you bring to the market you brought to the market um, you can have quotes as well um, from your ceo about who they are about the industry for example um, when i worked in the, the uk in london i worked for a diabetes uk organization and on their media kit they would have statistics about every people who um, are suffering from the condition how many and about the trends and so all of that is there it would have um information about the latest reports the health of the nation and how diabetes featured in that um, also you would have maybe testimonials i think is really strong so somebody who says they've used your service or somebody who can talk about actually if for example it's a health issue who has who has dealt with that health issue and also put somebody on there if you're going to have a testimonial somebody who is prepared to share their story with the local media or the national media, someone who's a very good speaker, someone you're not afraid to put up. Because often it's not just the CEO they're looking to speak to. They're looking for someone, you know, we call them case studies, somebody who has used your product, who is engaged, who has, who has suffered from a condition. And so that makes it very strong. It also brings, it's 
brings your company to life and it there you are in the community um any news coverage that you may have got um and i think yeah that's that's the media kit is very very simple to put together hmm. <laughs> simple to some but not to all <laughs> so sylvia i know that what you do i know how fantastic um you are at what you're doing but what what all the feedback that you get what makes your pr company a success and why do you feel people hire you I think the main thing um, is I speak different languages. And I say that, not that I speak, you know, um, lots of country different languages, but the fact that I speak the language of media outlets and having been a journalist for many years, I know what they're looking for. And so I can speak the um, reporter's jargon. I know what cutaways are. I know what a a running order is. I know what... um, any kind of inside knowledge of how uh, a media organization works and what they want. And I'm not afraid to ask if I don't know. So for example, if I go to an organization and, and I say, Oh, this is a story. I think it's a good story. Um, and I think you should cover it. And they'll say, well, maybe not. And I'll say, so what is it that you want then? What can we give you that will make you run this story? I'm not afraid to ask that. Also, I am very good at identifying opportunities within an organization. I can sit down and within half an hour of just being just a a bystander in a a board meeting, I can pick out where they can actually promote their organization. and And also, I have a good way of understanding how different local communities I can speak to them. I building relationships is my business. And I find often people are very um, are drawn to me and people tell me, you know, lots of different things about themselves that they may not otherwise tell other people. I think um, people trust me. Um, I have integrity. Um, um, I'm not someone to say, because often some people say, oh, put out a press release or do certain things because they may not understand exactly what the media landscape is and I won't say yes I'll do this I'll say well maybe it's better to wait maybe it's this maybe look at another way um as well and also as I say I think um I'm fun to work with so I'm told (laughs) yeah you are you have such a fun personality and you know you're right building relationships trust you know listening to your client I think all of those are very important in being successful helping any business be successful I know, definitely. And I think um, it's about being able to be honest with your um, with your client and um, and saying to them, as I say, you know, maybe this is not the right time to be um, promoting yourself. Let's wait until National Financial Awareness Day. Then we could maximize um, your um, exposure. Let's wait until a more appropriate time. Um, and and th- for them to trust that I know what I'm talking about. Um, and as I say, you know, I've worked with um, the Smithsonian as well, and um, and I've got you know full page spreads in um, the Denver Post. And also the fact that I've been only been in Denver for just a year and a half, and I have um, got exposure for different organisations on TV, on national radio, CPR, and in all of the major um, print news outlets. 
And um, so I'm someone who can hit the ground running. And I'm very tenacious as well, I would say. Yes. <laughs> it's no for an answer. Um, <laughs> um, and you have done, I have to say, Sylvia, you have done a lot in a little bit of time in Colorado. Um, I follow you. I watch what you're doing. And you are doing a fantastic job. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think a lot of it is because I have such um, a belief in giving smaller people a voice. Um, I have a big voice and I can magnify um, any messages they have. I can boost a brand's um, uh, awareness, amplify their activity um, to such an extent um, that they, if they weren't known before, they'll definitely be known. Because I think I use an example of myself, my own personality. You know, I came here, nobody knew me um, at all. But I think in a year and a half, I think I have um, gained a lot of, you know, personal friends and, and business associates as well, because I'm not afraid to go out there and, and ask. And I will do that for any organization, whatever I can do for myself. I will um, employ my, my personality and my personal traits uh, in order to um, maximize any organization. Wow. Well, I say we're going to hire you right now, Sylvia. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you have my vote. Yes, my <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced the word integrity is important and uh, the word, because it builds trust. And one of the things that uh, Patricia and I always talk about is trust and integrity. And that's why we've been partners, business partners for so long. We have that trust and integrity. So, you yes. know, um, it's so important today because, you know, with everything that's going on, you don't know what's going on. So to find people... <laughs> that, you know, feel, really feel the same way, which is one of the reasons why we even, we are, we're doing this podcast is so that we can share information from great people like yourself that can help um, small business owners, women business owners, if they haven't started a business to start the business, to understand the different components that go into building a business and making it profitable. So that brings me to this question, Sylvia. Businesses today that don't really have a big budget, um, but you know, still they have to spend some money and they want to create a successful pure up plan. Can you give them some tips? I mean, like in terms of even how much to start with and um, like what to look for in terms of putting this campaign and this pure up plan together. I think I've touched on some of those um, aspects just during the. Um our conversation here I think um, if for example you're just you know you're a very small company and you want to promote a particular event um, that you're having you've got first of all say understanding your organization so it's about picking the right day and so look out there and think about, about getting a hook a hook is so so important because oh all um, media outlets are looking for reasons every day to actually promote some kind of event or a reason for telling a particular story. And that's why I say awareness days are very good. The publications of statistics and reports. So have a look and think about um, what the awareness days are out there. If you're a financial institution, yes, use the financial awareness day um, and create an event. So you're having an event anyway, say, um, and so you're gonna make sure you pick that day. Um, and decide what, it's, what it is that you want um, from to get out of this. Like I said, is it that you want to get more people to engage with you? Do you want more people to know your CEO's name? And understand 
exactly how you're going to measure that. And I think this can be done. Um, I think also check on the, uh, on the internet. Um, even when I was looking on the internet um, just ahead of this interview, I just, there's lots of information and lots of advice that you can get step by step. Um, and you don't even have to think, oh, I need to be able to write a, a detailed press release. You don't. You can just call up a, um, you know, a television company and um, say, who's the best person to speak to regarding this particular um, issue that you're um, trying to raise awareness about? So I think it's something that you can do in-house. Um, I don't think you don't. You have to spend a lot of money at all. Um, you just have to have um, the vision of wanting to promote a particular event that you're going to be putting on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sylvia, you have been a joy. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today. Your expertise, your input are very valuable in helping people move forward. And we oh. really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. I'd say, can I just, just add well, just one more thing? Um, sure. Say it's um, just regarding, you know, the services that I offer and just things for people to be aware of as well. Um, interview technique as well um, is about understanding um, how you come across on screen and um, in print and also just audio as well. I think um, also being able to take a good photograph that you can supply to a, a local newspaper. Because um, basically you want to go to all these media outlets with a complete package. And, um, and I think those are kind of the two, two, two main things um, about media relations um, is um, something they could look into maybe getting someone in to do some training for their staff. And it could be an, a, morning's, um, a morning's workshop and um, for a short, small amount of money, it's like you can give someone a fish or you can teach them how to fish. It's that. Absolutely. You know, it's so funny because I do have a gentleman that was asking me about, um, he has so much um, knowledge and so many things that he can teach people. He's in the financial industry. And he asked me to help him with his, because um, he says he's not good in front of the camera. And, you know, there's a lot of times where people... Uh, and celebrities, I've seen them grow so much, you know, um, from when they first started with how they speak and how they look and on camera. And so I think our, that's something definitely that people um, should be doing, you know, joining these classes that can help them um, be great interviewers and, um, and be able to show off their brand better. Yeah, no, definitely, because it's all about perception. Sometimes you only have one shot at making a first impression. And yes. I think you've got all those skills already um, under your belt. Um, it's so much, so much easier. Obviously, I've worked uh, the BBC both behind the mic, in front of the mic, and, and everything like that. So I have um, a, a clear idea about how best to come across, um, I, I would hope. Um, but I think um, just giving people a few tips just really does help them. Yes, yes, a lot. <laughs> well, thank you, Sylvia, for joining us. Your expertise and input are very valuable in helping people move forward. We really appreciate you today. My pleasure. It's been lovely speaking to you. I have a question, though. How would our audience get in contact with you if they want to reach out for your services? 
uh, check me on uh, Facebook um, at Sylvia Lamb US. I've got my um, Facebook page there. That's an easy way to get in contact with me. And as well, you can just check out all uh, my activities that I've been doing over the past um, year and a half. Um, so yeah, that would be the, um, the best way. Um, and my telephone number's on there as well, so they can um, contact me, um, you know, um, by phone as well. So um, I'm easy to get in contact with. Great. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much, Sylvia. It was really a pleasure. And I was taking notes. I was learning a lot as well. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming. I'm sure we will speak offline. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. And we'll talk soon. Have a great day, okay? And you. You take it easy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.